Hey there, and welcome back to the Purpose and Profit Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Sato. And today we're going to dive into a subject that has been an absolute game changer for me in my business. It's also been a thing that I have struggled to hold firm to boundaries around, and that is white space. So really think for a second, when was the last time you gave yourself the gift of white space? And as I was digging into this topic a while back, I stumbled upon some really interesting information about what white space is and where this concept actually came from. And it comes from the graphic design world. And research has shown pretty consistently that people are drawn to images. They're drawn to designs that have fewer words and more white space, like literally. And if you think about websites that you love, if you think about graphics that you see on social media, the ones that have actual white space are the ones that we tend to gravitate to. In the business world, white space analysis is where we're actually looking for gaps between where our product or service meets or doesn't meet client needs. So that white space is where new opportunities present themselves. And when I was thinking about these two concepts, like where the opportunities present themselves and that space that we create that is not cluttered and crowded, I really found it super fascinating because to me, it speaks to the place where we have the most opportunity. So today we'll dig into white space. We're going to define what it really means to have white space and to think about ways that we can give ourselves that gift and hold firm to some of those boundaries so that we can, again, slow the chaos down, deal with some of the VUCA in order to grow the business in the most effective and efficient way possible. So white space is defined a lot of different ways, but I actually fell in love with the definition as it was defined by a woman named Reagan Bach. And Reagan's definition is dedicated time intended to allow and sometimes force you to zoom out, reflect, come up for air, relax, and refuel. So think about that for a second and go back to that question I asked at the beginning, which is when was the last time you actually gave yourself the opportunity to pull back from the business, to step out of the weeds, the day-to-day doing, and to reflect, to breathe, and then refuel? I don't do that often. And I'm guessing you probably don't either. And that's why it's so important because when we're stuck in the doing, it becomes very difficult to create consciously, to have that bigger picture perspective, like I mentioned last week, that deeper understanding about what's happening in the business. And I think, you know, if I'm I'm really honest, like there's this quest that most of us feel, and I know I feel this deeply, to be productive, right? We're on the go all the time. We're trying to fit things into every single second of the day. But that doesn't 
push us or give us the time that we actually need to think. It's also the, that hustle culture, that grind that we're all feeling. It really keeps us from building business strategies and real action plans that allow us to grow and thrive as a whole person, right? Because we're more than just an entrepreneur. We're, we're human beings first. And I don't know about you, but that kind of grind, that constant movement is really the antithesis of what I want to create in my own life and in the business. So how do we give ourselves more white space? The way I have found it the easiest is to build it into the calendar and then actually stick to it. That's the part I don't always do the best, right? But when you build it into the calendar, it allows you to see that this is something that you actually care about. And I think it's probably pretty obvious, but creating white space on the calendar, of course, allows those creative juices to flow. It's vital to the growth of the business. The challenge, of course, is that not only are we trying to do that, but we're also constantly trying to hold space for others. And so this has a tendency to be the first thing that we cut out when a client needs us. And I know I have been guilty of this many times where I have an entire Friday blocked out. I'm planning to go to a new space, get out of my surroundings and do some deep creative work. And then all of a sudden a client needs me and I am willing to interject that into my schedule to put my own needs separate. So I'm challenging you and myself to hold firm on the boundary. When you have white space built into your calendar, hold it sacred, right? The business needs that. You need that chance to rejuvenate, to relax, to come up for air. I've started thinking about white space time on par with CEO time. So CEO time, if you haven't been following me for very long, is that dedicated chunk of time that I have every Monday morning that allows me to plot out what's happening in the business. It's the thing that I, I look at a whole bunch of things like my vision. I look at where am I in relationship to my goals, revenue and impact goals. It's where I look at what do I need to focus on this week? I look at what is my marketing strategy? What is my sales strategy? All of that is sacred because it's forcing me to get out of the daily grind and into the role of me as CEO of the company. So white space is really on par with that. How can you grow the business if you never give yourself the space to think creatively? So that's one area that I think is really critical. Put it on the calendar and hold firm. It is a commitment that you're making with yourself. And I know it's trite, we've probably all heard it, but when we have those things on our calendar, we don't switch off meetings just because we don't feel like it or because something else pops up when we have a client meeting. Think of this on par with that level of importance. It really is. The second way I have found myself really being able to create more white space is really to experiment with how to get my head in the right place, right? Sometimes I will be so knee deep in the hustle and the grind, I find it difficult to quiet my mind. And as someone who's constantly thinking and constantly processing, 
my brain gets too cluttered and I struggle to find ways to slow down, to like really settle into my body and to allow what needs to come out. So for me, the way I have found it the easiest to get into my head or get out of my head, I should say, is to get out in nature. I'm an avid hiker. I love to be outside, even when it's freezing cold, snow on the ground. I love being outside. There's something super magical about breathing in the fresh air to listen to what's happening around me. So for me, the easiest way for me to get out of my head and to allow myself to start to declutter my brain is to be in nature. For you, maybe it's a long, hot soak in the tub. I have a friend who does her best thinking when she's sitting in the tub at the end of a long day, decompressing, and her brain starts to flourish with all kinds of ideas. I've experimented with getting my hands dirty, super messy um, when making sourdough bread, right? Whatever it is, figure out the way you can get out of your head, fully focused, present in your body so that your brain is free to think and to create, right? There's no one way to quote unquote do white space. You just have to figure out what works for you and then just let it flow, right? That's the magic of this process. The last way I found that it has worked for me is to grab a journal and just see what comes up, to start writing. As you know, I have a weekly blog. I love writing. And sometimes when my head feels really cluttered, the easiest way for me to allow what needs to come out to come out is to just start writing. So over the Labor Day weekend, I was outside. I was completely off the grid. So obviously I'm already in my happy place, nature. And I had been feeling overwhelmed I when I went into that vacation. I just, my brain was super cluttered. I had just come back from Korea and I knew I needed to do some creative thinking, but it was like, I couldn't stop the crazy in my brain. So I pulled out my chair. I sat by the river completely alone, grabbed my journal and just started writing. And I'll be honest, I've never really been a journaler. Like when you think about people, they're sort of like journalers and then there's people who don't journal. I'm one of those. But I have sporadically, ever since I was a little girl, kept a little diary. And, you know, if you're anything like me from back in the day, yours probably have a little gold heart, lock and key. Um, but I've never been one to do it really consistently. And that's where I have found when I'm the most troubled pulling out that pen and paper. So all the significant shifts in my business have been through me putting down thoughts and ideas on paper and then connecting the dots. And I say pen and paper because there's something about the tactileness of holding a pen hands on the paper that shifts us into a different space in our brain as opposed to doing it on a computer. There's a really interesting quote by Chris Bailey. He is the author of a book called Hyperfocus. If you haven't read that, I definitely think it's worth reading. And he said, 
You can have one idea that pops in your mind when your mind is wandering that can change the course of your business. You could have an idea that can multiply your revenue, or you might have an insight on what products you should be devoting all your resources to. We just need to create the space for ideas to arise. It's the thoughtfulness that ultimately leads to innovation. So as you think about where you are in your business, what does white space look like for you? Do you have white space? And if not, what is going to be the best way for you to create it on your calendar, to get out of your head, and allow those ideas to flow? I know it can seem counterproductive when you feel like you need to be working, working, working in order to bring the revenue into the business or because you're super passionate about the impact that you're trying to create. But I can tell you from my own experience, from seeing this with my own clients to hundreds of business leaders that I've worked with over the years, when we take that deep breath, when we create that space to really be thoughtful, that's when the magic really happens. So don't get caught up in the doing all the time. Give yourself that gift and the space to create more freely and then hold firm to those boundaries. Next week, we're going to talk about your strategy and how the strategy method can help you get into the habit of having more white space give you the chance to evaluate whether or not your business is actually working for you and then tailor the rest of the business to support that. But you can only do that when you have given yourself that space. So think about what white space looks like for you, how you need it to look in order for you to be your most productive and most creative, and then go do that. That's where the magic is time after time after time. So as I always say at the end of these episodes, be bold, be courageous, and go make an impact. And that comes when you give yourself a little bit of white space.